1: Hey, folks, Matt Donald here. Subscribe to my Patreon! I don't have anything else to say. Patreon.com slash Matthew Donald.
2: Roar.
1: Rowl. Snarl. Bellow. Welcome to Paleobites, the podcast that's Iguana done. <laughs> my name is Matthew Donald, and each week I rotate a rotating series of guest co-hosts talk about and rate a G.S. a prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week I'm joined by someone who is just Iguana getting started.
2: <laughs> it's a Regan, how are you? Hi everyone, I'm good. Sorry about <laughs> the voice I'm eating at the same time of recording.
1: Ah, uh, it's okay, I, I, I will take a slurp of my podcast juice as... Matt Seifert and I call it on our old podcast. Mm. Mm. Good stuff. Very mm. professional, you and I. So, <laughs> um, I. Uh, this is terrible news. I found out recently. I think I'll leave this in because some people might wonder what's going on. So for the longest time i had two podcasts. I've had this, Paleobites, and I've had The Ritwit. Uh, yep. So The Ritwit, it's gone. It's lost media.
2: <laughs> ah, what?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, there's a few episodes of it available still on YouTube. But so mm-hmm. when I stopped doing that podcast, I stopped hosting it which was a mistake. I should have kept hosting it online because I thought, oh, since so I'm not uploading the episodes, I might as well not pay to host it. But then I didn't realize that would get rid of the ones that were already up there too. Uh, so they're, so no they're no longer online. And then my hard drive crashed.
2: <laughs> oh no!
1: So almost all the episodes, except for the ones that managed to make it onto YouTube, are gone. They're not just like, oh, the podcast isn't going anymore. They are lost media. <laughs> and I'm Damn. really mad. Because, like, oh, there was some good stuff there. There was some good... I, I wrote a lot of good skits there uh, for episodes. The 100th episode skit was pretty ridiculous, <laughs> so... Mm. And, yeah. But Matt and I are going to hopefully uh, start a new podcast. Um, And start
2: over. Start fresh. Start anew. Because <laughs> what did the... R- r- do again? I don't recall we listening to it. It was just about
1: writing. Writing tips.
2: Writing oh, yeah, tips yeah. and tricks.
1: So, uh... It's good stuff. I, I really enjoyed it. We did end it having to write a new skit every week and having to do all this stuff every week, uh, and especially when, unlike Paleobites, it was just one co-host, so we had to, rather than j- just me and a bunch of other people so I can work it around with them. But no, since it was just him and I, we both had to sync our s- s- schedules together, it was it was a lot, and it was the reason why we stopped. So, But um, it's been enough time, and I, I've learned m- enough lessons on how to... Properly use this that I think I'm willing to start a new so So I'm we're gonna do a new podcast, and I'm gonna back it up this time because <laughs> backups are very important to clean the age. Get Like
2: a one terabyte external hard drive and put it on there. I mean exactly I've got one, yeah. I can't use mine because it hasn't been used in years and now um it keeps asking to format whenever it gets plugged in and when it's done the format fails Oh, man. I think I've gotten this a few mods because I used to use it to bypass um, my previous um, desktop um, from in between this one and the laptop. Oh, no, the laptop Uh sorry, was in between the two for years. But um, I would store data on it so I didn't take up actual RAM and that on the main PC, but that ran until she's not aware if it... um, you had to reboot the system or I had an update. Some of the files would be on the main PC while most on the hard drive, so then when it tried to access them if they were missing it would go bonk and not work correctly.
1: Oh no, this just didn't sync, I guess, or like yeah. yeah.
2: Well it's more oh, even man. when you're installing your, all the games onto the external parts and so them would still go onto your main like, C drive and stuff. As right. it turns out, and not just programs files.
1: I don't claim to right. understand oh. how it all works. Absol- absolutely. So it's amazing. We have all this stuff with like digital data and like trying to f- save all that stuff when really we we as humans started out as creatures like Australopithecus. And speaking mm. of which,
2: <laughs> speaking of which, <gasps> uh,
1: flawless segue as always. So uh, Australopithecus, it means southern ape. Um, be- probably because, uh, that's where, I mean, that's more southern than some of the other apes. Why is it called southern ape? Uh, <laughs> we probably should have looked this up.
2: <laughs> right, it comes from the Latin Australis, which means southern, and yeah. Pivacus, which yeah, means so and great and So that's why Australia's got its name, because it means southern land. Yeah, Aust-
1: exactly. And also the Boreo Austrius, which is the, same, which is the southern lights, Was supposed to...
2: Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Austro,
1: Aurora Austros, rather than A- Aurora Borealis. The southern mm. lights, rather than northern lights. So, um it looks like uh, maybe it's because they were found in southern africa and other like uh, hominid relatives were found further north so that's probably the reason i will say that's the reason until being told otherwise
2: It might also factor in because let's face it unless you count the gibbons and the um orangutans which do count but they're over um in another part of the world Um, chimpanzees and gorillas are generally north of the sahara zones like central africa and west africa not East Africa, to my understanding. I could be wrong. Right, no,
1: yeah, they're mainly in the central... They're south of uh, the, the uh, Sahara, mm. for sure. Um, but yeah, so... Um, anyway, so type... Uh, it's like the ape. It's a hominid, which is also known as the great apes, and it includes chimpanzees, gorillas, mm. orangutans, and humans. Uh, size, 4 to 4.5 feet, slash 1.2 to 1.4 meters tall. So mm. a little bit... Quite a bit shorter than us, on average. Um,
2: Children's size, usually like intermediate age or yeah. junior high for the states
1: uh, uh diet omnivore um very much uh picked fruit off of trees but then also you know ate some meat uh um which mm. helped increase to be our brain ans-
2: size. one of our ancestors that like that branch because we don't know which australopithecus malign um, actually leads to us although again data uh, could have changed right but um we Believe that's when they started mastering fire by picking burning sticks and cooking food, or even using it just to keep predators away from their nesting areas. I've heard that the the fire usage of fire
1: started with Homo erectus. I I, th- I don't think Ostropithecus did it yet. In fact, it says here that it, it's debated if the Australopithecus hand is atomically capable of producing stone tools.
2: Oh, that's so, interesting.
1: yeah, because I think I remember hearing the Homo habilis, which is I think the first. Human, uh, well, no, there's Homo erectus, and uh, yeah, Homo habilis didn't really. If I well, know Homo habilis is first, yeah, it was it was, or Homo Rudolphensis, mm. which is, um,
2: Rudolphensis, yeah. is a I won't bother looking it up, but from what I remember from the Walking with Caveman, um, book which I got and yeah. the documentary, um, yeah, they treated it as sort of like a bigger, more apified version of the, um australopithecines or habilis is towards Mm -hmm. human but not quite so not quite erectus but not quite um australopithecus and then of course you had the pranthropus which they call boisei and that but um i think there's debate with fruit offenses like whether it's just a variation in gender or age or thing you know like how there used to be a lot of triceratops species and now i feel them are growth stages or just variations in the horns well
1: that's kind of like what happened with uh, Apatosaurus, because, like, there was there was mm. 12 species of Apatosaurus, and then now there's 10, because two of them have been reassigned back to Brontosaurus as of 2015, so...
2: And then you had the same with Guanodon, where a lot of them are now... They're distinct enough that they like, Like, Or Europa... Yeah. Uh, no, I think Eorophosaurus is a sauropod, but... Or, like, what's that
1: one mm. called? Uh, Begins with the B... Oh, no, Begins the E. I'm sorry, Eolambia.
2: Mm. That's the one I was thinking of.
1: Uh, time. Speaking of which, when, when did all this happen? So, early Pliocene to early Pleistocene, four point five to one point two million years ago. And some of them lived long...
2: um, If yes. they include Paranthropus as um, an Australopithecine instead of their own group, from what it's saying here, they might have actually made it through to zero um, point six million years ago. Wow, they're getting so close
1: to this and Homo sapiens. Coalescing, <laughs> like the the, the earliest the date for Homo sapiens is going further and further back. <laughs> so it's uh, like we used to think it was like a hundred thousand years ago. Then we think it's two hundred thousand years ago. Now some people are saying it's three hundred thousand years
2: ago. There's a lot, a lot of inconsistencies and in, um no no not inconsistencies um indecision there but an uncertainty because we're learning more and more. But all it's doing is um not only is it reinforcing the fact that we evolved, but it's um uh-huh. and came from close relatives of the great apes, but it's also making everything else all muddled because there's so many branches and roots and stuff coming off it's like hang on which is where now <laughs> exactly like with homo flourishes for example without being away from this um not because it's a bit more primitive and usually an organism um why the evolution isn't you know a one-way street generally an no organi- it's just whatever happens doesn't to work get more time. primitive um unless mm-hmm. an avatism shows up which is rare but like they're not sure whether it, it's an offshoot of Homo erectus or another earlier human wave, or it might have been a convergent evolution of an australopithecine branch. Because apparently there are theories that some australopithecines did come out of um Europe uh, um out of Africa. Sorry, like Europa, pithecus or whatever it's called, or was it gracilipithecus or something? Um, the one they found in yeah, there's Greece. a lot.
1: There's Graciopithecus, mm. Yeah, there's oreopithecus, mm. which is hilarious. <laughs> Oreo. That's <laughs> what. Did, or as in
2: the, the chocolate cookie, or is it chocolate? I don't know what those are <laughs> like, No, I've heard of those because they're also sticks. I was eating one before like, Chocolate uh, Oreos are thing, good but, um, yeah, that's well, not it, it surely has a of. different reason.
1: Oh, it means hill ape, like Oro, like orodromius like, uh, remember oh, that, right, uh right. right, so I mean, just means mountain runner. So yeah, or Oreopithecus. So there's or, Oreos, when you eat Oreos, you're eating mountains. Keep that in mind, listeners So, <laughs> uh... So, there's also Oranopithecus. Uh, there's a lot of Pithecuses. Pithitheses. Yes, Salahinothropes. It's just interesting to look at the, uh... The the branch leading to humanity, because, like, when I'm looking up, uh... Have you heard of Purgatorius? No. Okay, so when looking... I looked this up for, uh... The last Megazoic book, a spoiler alert uh, for me- my Megazoic books, the final book involves a great battle that ends up creating an explosion that causes the uh, crater in the Yucatan, and the dinosaurs have to leave after defeating the villain. And when I go back to Earth after showing the dinosaurs in space, I show a Purgatorius, and uh, it's like a squirrel-like little, a little squirrel-like mammal that's like... Uh, Gathering sort of nuts and other stuff, and like, and it's like, and it talks, about how, it's basically saying, like, the legacy of this critter will extend in ways beyond what it could comprehend yet. Eventually, its descendants would form their own civilization, the first one to rise on Earth since the dinosaurs. However, you probably already know that story. That's the f- final words of the final Megasoak book. And um, it's because Purgatorius was the very first, it wasn't a primate yet, but it was a proto primate, and it lived in the Cretaceous and then into the Paleocene.
2: Got oh, that kind of rodenty shrew like type where that it's on the way to primate but still kind of indeterminate.
1: Yeah, it looks more like a squirrel. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, it lived it lived yeah from ni- sixty seven to sixty three million years ago. Was one of the people, one of the animals that survived the uh, meteor. <laughs> so and it's the one that evolved in us. So thank God it did. Uh, it evolved in Australopithecus, which by the way, location all throughout East and uh, South South Africa. Um, described in 1925, pop culture appearances, Walking with Beasts, obviously, Walking with Cavemen, obviously, and many, many, many different books about cavemen. You probably have
2: a few <laughs> that you, you know for sure. So, oh, I've got some ones that, I, that are inheritance or that I might as well be inherited given granddad has gone and Grandma's got dementia. Oh, man. And then I've got the Walking with Caveman one, but yeah, point B. Yeah, I've got some caveman books. It was
1: interesting. There de- they- was definitely interesting to see them in Walking with Beasts, and I think it was also an interesting choice to make them CGI rather than. I know they do- in Walking with Mo- Cavemen they don't. They make they use makeup and do like a Planet of the Apes style, yeah, uh, just not or impressive. 2001 style, 2001 thing. Which I don't like the, the CGI models. They look a bit off, um, uncanny valley, in- in- a bit uncanny valley. But like maybe they did that to make it look more consistent with the uh, with the rest of the animals. Um, it they're... could have
2: been it might just have been because they're um order they kind of changed it for walking with caveman by using people in suits and costumes, as you just said. Um I think they were yeah, worried about because they... Osteropivagus um Lucy species, Aphraensis, or is it Africanus um, mm-hmm. um they are a great deal shorter than your average um european asia and africa what have you so and i don't think they wanted to cast a bunch of kids in the role because it would make the acting more difficult
1: so, well you don't necessarily I have could to do, that. Wrong, do like what lord of that's the rings did my
2: guess as to why they cgi'd them probably to keep them you could do lord the of the
1: rings size. and like mm. do scale like make that so that like because there are ways to show make them look smaller than they actually are like to the scale like even like in uh mm. the hobbit where it's but mostly it's just a bunch Willow of dwarves.
2: And back um, pre-jackson yeah
1: yeah, but like even in the Hobbit movies, where it was mostly mm. just dwarves and Bilbo, one of the ways they look small, despite being normal-sized mm. actors, is they gave them big, oversized clothes and big shoes, which obviously they couldn't do with Australopithecus, I guess. But mm. they, like, but there are ways, like that party scene in Fellowship of the Ring, Bilbo's birthday mm. party. It's just short people and Gandalf, and yet they all look short because of <laughs> how
2: they. Film. I think it's, it must have I mean, come down to budget because it's been on to BBC isn't going to fork out a massive amount for that when the CGI is in and of itself is already expensive. You can imagine how much yeah, more expensive costumes. Did Walking would with be. Beasts?
1: Did Walking with Cavemen have any CGI? Oh, I think it just reused models from Walking with Beasts, didn't it? Most of the time. Yeah, or, and um, I, I haven't watched the majors,
2: but there is definitely some CGI. Like when you see um, Gigantopithecus. Yeah. So. Which, rather um, than being depicted as a big orangutan, was depicted as a big, um, gorilla, basically, King well, Kong. Well, that's what I used
1: to think. That's why it was a big gorilla in, um, in, um, Kong. Like, King Kong, because around the time we, like, but now, since we know it's more orangutan-based, there was no way, um, mm. a Gigantopithecus' descendant, like, like, whatever was Kong. What's, what's his, what's his scientific name? <laughs> something Kong.
2: Mega uh, Kong or something.
1: Oh, Mega Primatis Kong, that's right, yes. Uh, it wouldn't or have been something a uh, so gorilla like. Yeah, like it wouldn't have been a gorilla like, it would have been orangutan like, which would have been interesting to say. Mm. <laughs> so, but to be fair, that's also the only King Kong to just basically be a giant gorilla. Most of the others are like gorilla men. <laughs>
2: so mm, That would justify half of what Kong was doing in the Kong, um, Peter Jackson Kong, though, if um, he was more orangutan like, because orangutans um, don't knuckle walk anywhere near as much, and while they spend a lot of time in the trees. Now you can also do a lot more of the handsy stuff that Kong does, whereas gorillas just tend to use hands for walking unless they're sitting down. Right, day.
1: and plus, orangutan uh, I think it would do a lot better on the Empire State Building. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but, but yeah. Anyways, Australopithecus uh, though. So um, it's it's just interesting to see this. Uh, ev- like, there's so many different steps that like turn mm. hu- that. Uh, you know squirrels like Purgatorius into humans. And it's like you have to almost have like in order to have the grasping hands, you need to almost be evolved from an arboreal creature that goes onto the ground. Mm. So something that can use its claws to climb, and then when it gets on the ground, but keeps its, fa- its hands are you now you are free to do other things. Like there's so many specific things that have to happen in order for this to evolve into humans. So it's very fascinating to see.
2: Um, uh, fluke with um climatically or well, maybe not a fluke but like the common theory is that um the spread of grassland and the drying out of the forest to savannah is what pushed them to come down and start walking upright because right. they needed to be able to see over the grass
1: oh that's true yes yes
2: and, and then from yeah, there um brains start goods behavioral complexity because their hands are free the posh has got well, we'll to say that's sort um, of
1: one reason why octopi are so intelligent is because they have only a year to learn how to use all their tentacles.
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so right, most Octopuses uh, die after breeding, don't they?
1: Yes. I went to, I went to a, uh, a couple of years ago, I went to an octopus uh, farm, uh, not farm, a laboratory in uh, Hawaii, when I visited Hawaii a couple of years mm-hmm. ago. And it, it, they, they studied the octopi there. And then you got to be with them. They all had names, and you got to play with them. You know, they'd wrap, you, they'd wrap your little tentacles around you. Yeah. Uh, Yep. It was really cool. You had to be careful, though, because they could bite, <laughs> apparently, so.
2: Mm. And suckers can hurt in and of themselves, too, because they got little hooks. Oh, that's, oh they
1: they grip hard. And also, they could spray you with their little tube thing that comes goes from side to side, like, if they wanted to. Oh, but some of them pink, were playful, though. some of them were shy, some of them were, uh, they felt really weird on you. But anyways, the point is, like, they only lived a year. Like, they mentioned one of them was an old man at, like, ten months. Mm. I'm like, oh, poor guy, so exactly. old. <laughs> ten months. <laughs> Uh, but no, it's, it's amazing, like, the brain power that came from Australopithecus. like, it's just, so, hmm. it, it's, like, looking at, like, the, the taxonomy, is it's, it's, I mean, obviously, it's such an interesting form of study, because this is where we came from, this isn't just dinosaurs, or, like, exactly you know, mammoths, this is us, this is, where, so, of course, there'd be more interest in something like this, hmm. and it's ridiculously convoluted, there's so many different Ostropithecus species, there's so many different homini- hominids, and Kinyatherpists, Paranthropists, um. Yeah. Homo uh. Or or oronun. What's oronon? <laughs> <Orin>, Oran <oronin laughs> tunius is a postulate's early species. Oh, so it's postulated. So it's it's a hypoth- hypothetical species. <laughs>
2: hmm. Oh no, there's there's a phalange. Okay, so uh, looking at this African hominin timeline thing on Wikipedia, like you've got. Osteopithecus afarensis and an africanus yeah an africanus yep. got, I think I'm looking
1: at These Platops
2: and then there's a really us? late one well after all the others unless you count um, the Paranthropus lines like the Sandu, do which is Osteopithecus sabida. oh yeah yeah or sabida or something I'll bring it up something like, like that years. yeah yeah but there's Isn't just it's, yeah, and it's that's a South African species too. Oh,
1: well, that's cool. It's just it's so fascinating the evolution of humans. It's just like how and like it was such a dangerous world for them too. It wasn't quite like um in the Walking with Beasts episode. It made it seem that like they were uh, hunted by dino or the Sabertooth. tooth. So they were hunt- no, we were hunted by leopards. <laughs>
2: That was our and main And we were killer. vulnerable. We didn't have the advantage the homo species do once they start mm. using um, hand axes, or they probably could have um, mobbed like carnivores off their kills by running at them um, and confusing them, and then grabbed grab chunks of meat, climbed a tree, which you do see right. in walking with beasts.
1: Right, exactly. So uh, um, <laughs> this is a fun thing I learned. And again, this shows the, how much of what we know, w- what our current understanding is, uh, or our current living as humans in the modern day is compared to is how based on how we evolved, so like the reason why some people are night owls and some people aren't is because back during days like this uh hmm. where some of us had to sleep, but in some parts of the group, the troops would have to stay up and look out for the leopards and that's right, because serious. that's why some people are night owls and some people aren't because of that trait that evolved from this time. So if you ever find yourself playing video games at four in the morning, <laughs> you're you're, you're, a tr- you're you have a trait that's been passed down since H- Australopithecus.
2: <laughs> oh, here's an interesting thing we might as well throw in since we've just kind of been talking all over the place. Since according I mean, to like the chimpanzee fine. genome project, the human chimpanzee last common ancestor existed about five to six million years ago, assuming a right. constant rate of mutation. However, how species um. Hominin species dated to earlier than that could call this into question. anthropus chediensis, I think the T silent, commonly called two about 7 million years old, and Orin uh, tugensis, I think that's the one you mentioned, lived at least 6 million right. years ago. Since little was 9 of them, they remain controversial among scientists since the molecular clock in humans has determined that chimpanzees and humans had a genetic split at least a million years later. One theory suggests that the human and chimpanzee lions diverged somewhat at first, and then some populations interbreed again. Basically, diverge enough to be considered distinct, but still enough to genetics to be passed to, on in with a and fertility.
1: Well, it's it, that's that's hmm. yeah, those kind of that that happened. Of course, there's the classic: some people have Neanderthal blood still in them today, which is often yeah. where we think red hair
2: came and from, and also. In that.
1: Also, apparently I've heard that, uh, uh, maybe you told me this, someone told me this, that uh, people with Neanderthal DNA, in them are more susceptible to (laughs) COVID-19,
2: so there's still- I don't think I told you that, I think I told you that they believe that um, autism might come from it.
1: Oh, well, okay,
2: cool. (laughs) Well, that does sound like hell of a stretch, but maybe it could be just due to some genes that don't quite gel, which creates Possibly, I don't know.
1: It's interesting you bring up the, the the diverging part between chimps and humans because that's like a point that a lot of creationists are like: if we evolved from monkeys, why are there still monkeys? And like, well, we we evolved. Okay, monkeys is simplifying, of course. And also, that's like we we didn't evolve from the current well, day an, primates. Yeah, it's an idiot
2: argument anyway. A species can evolve, and that old relic um, species can still be there even as things branch off from it. Like right, like as birds that went we've to shown the Galapagos, also- their ancestors still exist.
1: Like, as we've seen here, Australopithecus mm. was still around when Homo erectus was still around, so...
2: Mm. The Homo last, erectus last was still around of- when we were still around.
1: Exactly, so, like... And, yeah, so it's... it, it has happened. And also, it's just yeah. we both evolved from a proto-thing that evolved into two of those things. We didn't evolve from the ones that are currently around, you know, so... Yeah,
2: exactly, <laughs> so- it's not like Pokemon Evolution, which is more like Metamorphosis, like cocoon to uh, thing.
1: Uh, but yeah, like we're kind of going all over the place, lost because there's so much to talk about. But again, this is Paleo bites, not mm. Paleo five course dinners. So <laughs> I <laughs> think we, I mean, I mean, I think we've kind of summed it up. Basically, it's an early species of ape that evolved into mm. us. That, um, but had a lot of different branches that evolved in different. Because there used to be so many different types of humans. Human yeah. and Homo sapiens are not synonymous. They are now, I guess, mm. because we're the only ones. But the like Neanderthals were another species of human. The, yep. the Flo- Homo Florentius, the Hobbit people, were another species of human, like Homo erectus, mm. another species of human. So not quite human,
2: um, another species in the way, like lions and tigers, are separate species, but more like the what you'd get with like um, tigers. Well, I don't think it's exactly
1: like lions and tigers because panthera leo and panthera whatever tiger is <laughs> versus. What I
2: mean is that they're they're clearly fully separate species, even though they can interbreed. Whereas um, Homo sapiens and Neanderthal. It's are more like Bali tiger and Caspian tiger, if you get what I mean. They're still within the same thing, right?
1: Well, it's like it's like panthera <laughs> panthera leo is the lion, and then panther what's the tiger? hold on, what this is gonna drive me crazy? Panthera tigris, that makes sense. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that there, yeah, so versus Homo erectus and Homo sapiens, for instance, so. But yeah, but to be yeah, fair, it's... Panthera is a g. Is a it goes really far. like there's like the jaguar is Panthera,
2: even though it's in the new world. Yeah. So. I just looked it up. It's Panthera tigris. Tigris, a bit like gorilla is gorilla. Gorilla.
1: Oh, there's so many ones like that. Like the North American plains bison is bison. 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 Yeah.
2: And the chimpanzee is Pan troglodytes because we used to think it lived in caves.
1: Oh God. There's some some taxonomists are not clever, but uh, yeah. Uh, basically, I also think it's a very fascinating creature How it evolved is very fascinating Human evolution is incredibly fascinating There's so much we could talk about I think we've covered the basics So that if listeners are intrigued they can, they can use this as a jumping off point To learn more Which is what I've always intended this podcast to be This podcast is never meant to be This is all the information about This is like, now you know about the initial thing of the creature If you want to learn more, now you know it. now you know that it exists So Indeed so that's, that's one of the reasons why I don't mind like Jurassic World or other stuff, throwing in random species like Ostro... Uh, not Ostro... Um, uh, Atrociraptor, even though it doesn't look a lot like it because now people know that Atrociraptor exists and they can look up the real animal if they want. It gave them the opportunity exactly. they didn't have before. So... So... It was so cool going through the Lego aisles and seeing an Ostro-Raptor... Um, uh, I keep seeing Ostro-Raptor. Atrociraptor chase sequence and like, chase scene in like... uh. In Lego form. So you got Lego <laughs> Atrociraptors.
2: Yeah, that's one of my favourite parts of Dominion that chase in, even though realistically those injuries done from that they had during the run would have killed them the fact they couldn't well, speed for so long when they're it's still when they're cool. following
1: him when they're following him when the plane is taken off, they must be running about a hundred miles an hour at least, if they're trying to get
2: catching up with the plane. And the human <laughs> so can't even to... run that fast for that long, so how are they keeping up yeah. with the moving car? But it's fun.
1: But it it is Cool, and I also like how they're like a dark version of like the evil variants, uh, evil counterparts of the Raptor Squad in the first. movie to the point where one of them is named mm. Red. <laughs> yeah. But uh, let's rate mm. Osteopithecus one sixty five million. I'm gonna give it like a fifty seven million because like it's cool, but I don't know. Like I'm not really much of an ape guy. <laughs> I don't yeah, know I'm why. <laughs> like I-, I think it's cool th- from the perspective of showing how we evolved but apes are mm. gross like chimpanzees gross
2: and also scary <laughs> Like, And if a chimpanzee smiles at you, don't smile back. It's not a happy thing. Um, it's a warning
1: Yeah, it's it's baring its teeth in, a, in an aggressive way. So like
2: yeah, exactly and like um, <laughs> I was at the um, hard way when I volunteered at Wellington Zoo. I smiled at the young Oh, no, you get- who was born around the time I was there and his mother oh, and- flipped out at the glass Oh God, that's horrible! Oh, I didn't get injured. Or anything. Yeah, they're terrified. Like, chimps are dangerous. Yeah,
1: they are. And also, like, I know some people find it interesting that how intelligent they are, like J- like Jane Goodall does, and, and like all us, which is cool research. But to me, since yeah. they're so human-like, it's not as impressive to me that they're as so intelligent as it is like a bird or like a crow, you know, a crow yeah, or exactly. a parrot. Like that, that being so intelligent is more impressive to me because they're so unhuman-like, <laughs> but they're still so intelligent. So. But yeah, I I'm not discounting Aust- Australopithecus in terms of its mm. research and what it's done for us, um, our paleontology and, an- and anthropology. In this case, almost mm. uh, is is quite cool. So it's um, so all 57 yeah.
2: million. I'll probably rate it 40 million. Yep, 40 million. You got. it
1: All right, so that's it for this week. If you want to get a hold of the show, you can contact me at Palebytespod at gmail.com dot podcast. The no, Palebytes podcast at gmail.com dot pod on Twitter and Palebytes podcast and just inter- Instagram or Matthew Donald, uh, creator on Facebook and Matthew sixty four everywhere else. So like Instagram, TikTok, uh, you know, Twitter, uh, all that and if sort you of have stuff. It is Twitter. Me, you
2: can contact me through Matt. Don't yep. yep if you have anything directly, questions, I like my privacy.
1: I mean, fair enough. It's fair enough. It's fine. Uh, I mean, I, I've I've been friends with you for over fifteen years, and it was only like when I started doing this podcast that I first heard your voice.
2: <laughs> so. <laughs> I think you had seen an image of me before then, though, because I put one on I had, um, the yes. old forms, and I, you said I look like Shia LaBeouf, or Balfe, whatever you said. You no.
1: did! I don't, I don't think you do quite as much now,
2: but you did. Uh, no, I so don't dress do, that way, and I don't have the same um, facial structures as my nose. is broken for a start.
1: And also, you're not nearly as psychologically damaged. <laughs>
2: uh, <sighs> maybe? <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm pretty effed in the head. Well, yeah, but we all are to
1: a point. Not to say like, oh, we're all a little autistic, but you know, we everyone no, no, has no, their problems. Mean,
2: I can come up with some incredibly deranged stuff. I just have a good lid on it.
1: Oh, absolutely uh, agreed. Uh, same here. <laughs> all right, <laughs> that's yeah. it for this week. A very every sort of paleo bites. I mean, there's only one thing to say. It's Banana. Ah! Banana. <laughs> <laughs> Be <some ginger> banana. <laughs> I don't
2: know where that one came from.
1: Uh, oh.